What up, G's? What up, G's? Welcome to another episode of Tide Talk, much like TED Talk, but instead of that motivation, we talk about that hoop nation. You know what's going on, man. Ah, I hope you guys enjoyed the last episode of Tide Talk. That was personally one of my best episodes of Tide Talk. I was vibing. I was vibing and I hope y'all enjoyed my vibe because I was enjoying your vibe with the added tunes in the background, the the more clear mic, things of that nature. It felt great. It just felt great to record. It felt great knowing I was giving you guys the most best product that I could be delivering to you right now. So like I said, man, let's continue rocking Tie Talk family. So let's just jump right into this episode and let's talk about the Clippers losing to the Nets. Ah, I got to keep it a buck with you guys. The Clippers disappointed me. I expected them to win this, uh, this matchup against the Nets. They are currently ranked or rated, whatever you want to say. They are number one in offense. In offensive rating, they are numero uno. And the Brooklyn Nets are number two. So they're slightly better than the Brooklyn Nets. The Clippers are. Now, this next stat is what I was... What what I'm about to tell you is going to be the difference maker in why I thought they were going to get this win. Because the as we all know, the Nets have defensive issues. They don't they're not good in defense at all. Point blank period. They're just not good in defense. They are incredible on the offensive end, but they're not that great on defense. That was going to be the difference maker. The Brooklyn Nets are currently ranked 25th out of 30 teams. Yes, I said 25th in defensive ratings. Meanwhile, the Clippers, at the time of this recording, was ranked 12th in defensive ratings. Last time I checked, number 12 is lower than 25th. And what that means is their defensive rating should be better it should be much 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 better but i mean i knew it was going to be a close game but this game showed me that the clippers just couldn't get it done when they when when it meant something it couldn't get they couldn't get it done against another high power team stuff that they have showed us throughout the years I was mad disappointed in the Clippers. I, it, it was a close game. I believe 120 to 124. Let me actually make sure because I'm 110% positive that, that was that that was the scoreline yesterday. But like I said, I'm gonna make sure because we don't give out no false information on Tide Talk. Yep, 120 to 124. Man. But, like I said, right now, choking is in their blood. They choke to the Nuggets. They choke to the to the Nets. And the Nets are a good team. They are a good team. I 
not going to be surprised if the Clippers don't go far in the playoffs. I mean, they might get second round. They might, I mean, they might get to the conference finals like they were supposed to last year. But I, I just don't see a finals appearance. This might have been a finals preview, but I don't think it is. I still think the Lakers are going to hold it down. And I do not think that the Nets are going to the finals either. I do think that the Philadelphia 76ers, if they keep playing the way that they are playing, they will be going to the finals. And and do I dare say the Milwaukee Bucks? I mean, the Milwaukee Bucks gave a butt whooping to the Indiana Pacers. But that's the Pacers, though. We've seen what happened when the Milwaukee Bucks versus the Nets. It wasn't too pretty. They put up a fight, but they didn't get that win. But like I said, they did go and uh, give a butt whooping to the Nets, though. 110 to 130 on Wednesday's game. Oh, my goodness. Okay, Milwaukee. Okay, Milwaukee. But let me see y'all do that against someone your own size. Let me see you do that against a big dog. Let me see you do that against the Lakers. Let me see you do that against the Nets. Versus them again. You know, go ham on them. Let me see you do that against um, against another big... The Clippers. Let me see you do that against another big dog team. Not no just... Not no... I don't want to call the Pacers bozos. But they are not on the same rank as the... Uh, Milwaukee Bucks Pacers are not on the same rank man let's see if I go to the rankings the Pacers right now they they fifth and all that's cool but I still don't believe that the Pacers are necessarily on the butt level as the Bucks that's just that's just that's just me it probably isn't just me it's probably a lot of us to be honest with you it's probably a whole bunch of the Thai talk family but we going to keep that pushing. So another thing that I want to talk about is I want to continue to talk about if I, I believe I talked about this in the last episode, but I want to continue to talk about Lonzo going to the Warriors because people are uh, sleeping on his jump shot. Now, Lonzo and the Pelicans, they did have a game on Wednesday. They played the phoenix suns and the phoenix suns they're hot man they were i believe on a three game winning streak they were hot coming into this game this is probably one of the best seasons that they've had in a long time they are currently they were uh coming into the season um not coming into the season but coming into the game 11 and 8 now they're 11 and 9 because of the loss to the pelicans Man, they are they're not a bad team at all and the Pelicans gave him that work. Lonzo, if I pull up his stat sheet for that game specifically, let me see box score. Where that where that young boy, where that ball boy at? That young Lonzo, he had 18 points. And when I was uh when I did start watching it, he was smacking from 3. That boy, it was 4 for 7 from 3. People sleeping on his jump shot, sleeping on his little Jimmy. They oh, Lonzo can't shoot. Lonzo can't. Bro, where have y'all been? Have y'all been watching him put this work in his game? Have y'all been watching him develop his jump shot? Have y'all been watching? 
I need to know. Because he's smacking. Lonzo with the Warriors would not be at that bad. And I just... I would actually really, really like to see this, especially if we're doing a Kelly Oubre swap out. Kelly Oubre would be that vocal leader that the Pelicans need because they got um, Ingram. Yeah, they got Ingram. They got Zion. Zion's probably the most, you know, has the biggest personality there. But... I mean, they got the team is just kind of quiet when it comes to loud personalities that need to speak up and and need to just be brash and out there like, yeah, let's go all this, you know, electric energy and stuff like that. So I think Kelly Oubre would be a real good fit and he wouldn't be necessarily required to just shoot all these jump shots like he is kind of required to do in in the bay now one thing that i'm not sure if you guys know or not but kelly Ubre is also from new orleans so you know he's gonna put on for his city you know he about to go in you know he about to put that jersey on and that's gonna mean and that a little extra you know to him that's gonna have some more pride behind that new orleans jersey that's where he from he repping his city he, he playing for his hometown Pelicans? Oh, yeah. Y'all need to sign this boy and go give Lonzo to the Warriors because I think that will do some damage. I think that will do some damage. Now, I know this is old news, but I got to talk about it. I got to talk about it. I don't know if you guys heard about Miss Corsai Karen over here heckling lebron at the at the uh i was gonna say new orleans hawks what my mind's still in new orleans at the atlanta hawks game everybody heard it you know how i know everybody heard it because i visited her social media account and she went from fifteen thousand followers to about fifty six thousand followers within a day everybody was following her i refuse to have followed her i don't care if i'm searching for updates i don't care i'm i'm not about i'm not about to follow miss courtside karen she was she got all rowdy with lebron talking about she was defending her man whoop-de-woo blase blah defending him for what was lebron about to square up with homeboy was was her husband which by the way homeboy look old he look old as dirt she's about 25 the lady that was uh arguing with lebron she's about 25 years old tell me why she looked 30 40 years old she looked a bit a bit older i was kind of like ooh, you 25 you you 25 <laughs> she she had more plastic than than the plastic that's up in the ocean right now it, it was it was terrible it was terrible but we're not here to slander her we're here to to dig in on what's what's going on with these situations and what had me confused and please tie talk family don't let this be one of you guys don't be one of these fools out here how her comment section was getting blown up from 
from people, you know, LeBron, a lot of LeBron fans, more LeBron fans than was than that what was ever following her, than her follower count, fifteen thousand. They were in her comment section, beating her up, just just dissing her left, right, right, left. I was, it was vicious. The comment section was vicious. But little do we know, little do we see, her following going up. How how are people going at her in her comment section talking about her man, talking about you know, don't be don't be talking about LeBron, all this whoop de woo, blah say blah. But then having her following go up and following her. That had that baffled me. I was like, hmm? Shruggy? Uh, that this don't make no sense. We she she getting mad clout from this, and I haven't checked her social media since. Do I plan on it? Probably not. I, I got no business over there anymore. I'm over it. I don't know if society's over it though. I she didn't deserve those followers, but hey, I guess all, all you gotta do now to get some clout. Talk some trash to a to a professional athlete, have him argue back with you, and uh, shoot, go from there. Cause that's all she did, and people really out here followed her and uh, wanted to wanted to keep up with her. So we gonna see, we gonna see. But guys, I mean. You know it ain't a tie talk episode unless I bring up the Houston Rockets. We were on a nice little six-game win streak. I was hoping we would bring that win streak to a seven-game win streak against the Thunder. We had versed them twice. The first time we had mopped those boys up. Second time we versed them. Oh my gosh, it was it was not the same ball game. First of all, John Wall was out. Now, I need to be very clear. I have said John Wall is the face of this franchise now. I have said he's the face of this team. Even DeMarcus Cousins was like, oh, yeah, he's the engine of this team. I said that for a reason, and I'm still saying that now. And you guys might call me crazy, but if you guys did not watch the game on Wednesday, man, when John Wall does not play, the Houston Rockets don't run as smoothly when he is playing, ooh, they're dangerous. They're smooth. They're fast. They're back in action, like Action Jackson. I'm like, there that that's my Houston Rockets right there. Come on now. But it's ridiculous when John Wall doesn't play. It's a little it's a bit of a a change up. Even Victor Oladipo, he was even having a kind of an off night not gonna lie to you i was kind of like oh c- come on man we it was it brought me back to the old days living by the three dying by the three and uh we died by the three we were getting demolished from three not saying that the thunder was making a lot of threes but we were not making any at all and we got our butts whooped the the last score line to that game with the Oklahoma City Thunder was 87 to 104 terrible i know i was watching that whole game we were down the whole game 
man, all I can say is I need John Wall to get up in there. I need him to do his thing, his thug nizzle, Mr. John Wheezy. You know how we rocking. I know the um I know the Rockets do have a game today on Thursday. Tie Talk Thursday going up. Whoop whoop. But I know they got a game against Memphis. John Wall should be playing. Hopefully will be playing by the time this episode comes out. We'll, we should be knowing. So if he's not playing, that's going to suck. But I have a feeling he will be playing. They're just resting his body because, you know, he did come back from injury. And they don't want him to just... They're they taking care of him. Load management. Shout out Kawhi. Thank you for the ideas of load management. But they're just making sure he's going to be solid. Make sure he's going to be good in go time. When we make it to the playoffs... I know he's going to be really good. He's going to really be back in action, playing every game, all game. There is not going to be no time for no low management. Not going to be no time for no, hey, rest, man. Come on. Uh, you can sit out. Nah, he's going to have to be in there at all times. So as of right now, we just resting him. We just we just vibing, being, being chill, being cool. But it's going to be a solid game against the Memphis Grizzlies if John Wall plays. Let's take note. We're going to see what happens. And uh, we're going to keep it jumping from there. But, hey, Tide Talk family, I want to remind you. Go follow me on that young social media, Instagram, Tide Talk. It's literally Tide Talk, one word, no space. Y'all know what it is. Go to Instagram, give me a follow. You know, shoot me some things y'all want to hear on the show. Make sure to... Rate the show five stars on Apple Podcasts. Give it a review. Give it a liking on Spotify. Whatever you can do to help your boy in the algorithm. Get some new listeners. Get some new followers. I love my Tide Talk family. You guys are incredible. You guys are incredible. And I'm glad that y'all are getting some basketball knowledge from your boy. Hey, man. I'm going to end this episode right now. I enjoyed y'all kicking it with me today. And I will see y'all on the next episode of Tide Talk. Thank you, Tide Talk family.